millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, it's Ellie Gibson here. Now, uh, the episode of Scummy Mummies you're about to hear was recorded back in October uh, when I was pregnant. But as you'll know, if you listen to our most recent episode, I've actually had the baby since then. Um, so yeah, the episodes are a bit out of order. Sorry about that, but there we are. Um, yeah, and thank you again for all your kind messages. Just to let you know, Joey's doing really, really well. And uh, we're hoping to bring him home from the hospital, maybe even next week. So it's very exciting. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode. <laughs> This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Eddie Gibson. And it's me, Clemmie Hooper. And and joining us today is Ellie's baby at 23 weeks. Something like that. Yes, we have a fourth member. That's right, that sound you can just about hear is, is my unborn child's heartbeat. That's right, I'm exploiting it in the name of comedy. <laughs> That's what's happening. Can I sit up now? I'm slightly uncomfortable. So there we are. We've sort of got three and a half people on the podcast today, haven't we? We Helen? have, we have. It's like the Beatles' fifth member. Yeah. It's like, you're, are you going to call it Yoko? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Excellent. So welcome to the Midwife Special. Welcome, Clemmie Hooper. I'm back. Hooray. She's back. Yes, now some of you might remember from a previous episode, Midwife Crisis. Why not come back? Especially now it's prescient, isn't it? Yeah, very We're basically prescient. using you for yes. Ellie's benefit. Basically, <laughs> I just want an extra antenatal appointment, so I thought I'd invite you around my house. Not that we're overworked at all. No, no exactly. No, no. <laughs> loads of time. <laughs> so welcome back, Clemmie. You are a midwife. You're a mother of two... You're a super blogger Aww. of the wonderful gasandearblog.com. And we're going to talk today, um, well, about babies and fanny. So, yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I've decided basically we're going to be saying lots of words that mean ladies front bottoms. Yes. And uh, this will probably be the last time in the podcast we use the phrase ladies front bottoms. <laughs> we're just going to go for it. And really, I can't be bothered to bleep out <laughs> no. all the obscene terms. So uh, this is maybe not this is maybe so not one of those episodes you want to listen to with the kiddies in the back of the car. Just yeah, just as a suggestion. There's gone, yes, there's going to be lots of words that rhyme with shunt. And scunt. Nanny. Yes. <laughs> um, duff. Binge. Yeah. <laughs> Magina. Matt. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, I just can't because I just want to say the word. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there soon, Chloe. We'll get there soon. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So consider that your, your warning, really. Oh, right. uh, this yeah. this yeah. is going so to be explicit content. <laughs> 
yes, thanks for downloading and goodbye. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's where we're, we're, we're journeying down the ladies. We're canoeing down the vaginal canal. Yeah. To create a line from our own stage show. <laughs> right. Did I actually get that line right there? Because you usually did. I get it wrong in the show. I, and I totally ruined the punchlines of the whole sketch. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it, we are, we're doing a great big journey uh, down the labial uh, river. Down right. the... The Twatazon River, <laughs> if you will. Kemi's right. already Kemi's already closing her eyes and shaking her She's head. She's got sick in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. So just remind us, Kemi, what's yeah. your blog all about? Um, well, it's a blog about midwifery, which sounds quite straightforward, but I just blog about all the things midwifery related, which amazingly fills up all my spare time because there's always something to talk about. And um, every week, every Monday, um, I publish a birth story of the week, which Helen has featured on Ooh, her yes. vagina twice now. Two, two birth stories, haven't I? That's, yes. So, um, yes, I, I have, have coughed up a birth story for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Helen Thorne's twat is famous, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. People, people send don't... me their birth stories and they go up every Monday and they seem to generate the most the most hits I get, actually. Oh, yeah. did Helen's get a lot of hits? It got loads! Hooray! And it, it got the most lols. And it's great. I, I really love reading a birth story because you do get such a lovely... Hmm. Well, it's not always lovely, but there's there's a lovely end most of the time with a baby in, in somebody's arms. So it's yeah. nice. Even if they do have to be ripped to shreds and sewed back together again. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's a nice <laughs> no. image, isn't it? Just yeah, to... it's a Hallmark card, I believe. So um, now speaking of coming back to the podcast, Ellie is coming back for more. She's having more babies, Clemmie. Well, just, just the one. Just Sorry, she's having another baby. baby. She's <laughs> having one more. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So this is, this is going to be my second baby. It's due in February. And... Uh, well, what can I say? I'm shitting it. No, I'm... <laughs> Woo! We love a poo. I will be. Um, no, I... Yeah, so... I, I don't know. So, I don't... I've talked about my, my birth of my first son, Charlie, on the podcast a bit before. It was a bit traumatic. It was it was back-to-back and it was very painful. But it was quick. It was at least 12 hours. So, Clemmie, based on that, what's this birth going to be like? Let's extrapolate. <laughs> oh, well... I think it's always really important to remember that your second birth will be nothing like your first birth. Useful, yeah, good, yeah. Um, Half the time, and again, maybe, you know, muscle memory is really important to remember. Your body knows what to do because it's done it before. Um, my body's drunk a lot of wine since then now. I, <laughs> still <body's>... remembers. Your <laughs> vagina Hazy. still remembers in your cervix. Um, oh, lots of people the things say... things my cervix has seen. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Um, you know, I think possibly people feel more scared second time round because they're like, oh, I've done that and it was horrific if you had a horrific birth. But um, I still think you still need to really prepare for a birth again. You can't just wing it. You really got to, um, you know, educate yourself. I read an amazing stat the other day, which I'm blogging about in the next couple of weeks, that women spend approximately a year and a half planning their wedding and when it comes to their birth, a couple of hours maybe, reading a couple of books or and then just writing a birth plan. And that's bonkers. I just can't believe people will spend a year... And think how much you spend on your wedding. Not that you need to spend a lot of money on preparing for your birth, but all mm. the reading, all the magazines you buy. And for birth, just a couple of hours. It's scary, really. Oh, I've spent at least three weeks looking at what dress I'm going to wear during my birth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be what amazing. What are you going for? 
Oh, you Backless. know, just, yeah, crotchless. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. for white lace. reasons. Yeah. Definitely white. It's you do you remember the, the Like a Virgin video? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Nice. I, yeah. oh, I was thinking more sheer, you know, like oh, turn back yes. time. Just a couple of black bits of tape. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then the baby could pop out of the giant cannon she rides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, and then nice. you could have some sailors in some white hats just doing a dance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to your birth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody is, by the sounds of it. Um, but what, what, so where should I go for resources? So, like, you say you should research your birth and stuff, but Google it, Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, ask people on Facebook, read a blog. Don't only hear positive birth stories. I know we've talked a little bit about this last time when I was here. Don't don't engage in any negative birth stories because it's just not helpful. If someone wants to tell you a really negative birth story, just really politely decline and say, I'm all right, actually. Definitely, definitely start reading again. If something went wrong or didn't go to plan in your first birth, start exploring that. Think about why that possibly happened. What can you do to avoid that this time? Work with your midwife. You've got a lovely name midwife, haven't you, Um, Ellie? So work with her. Possibly get your notes. Might be a good idea to get your previous birth notes. You could go through them. Look at the sort of, oh, that happened because of that. Okay, how could we maybe like avoid another back-to-back labour? Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, you've got you've got to work hard to educate yourself because then you'll be fully informed of the choices that you're making. You won't feel like you failed or it didn't go to plan because you weren't aware of what was going on. Mm. Good tip. Good tips. Very good. And I always I always like the term V back. Oh. It does sound like a tertiary qualification. I'm, I'm doing the V back. Oh, yeah. when you had a vaginal birth. V back. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. That's if you've had a cesarean. So that's a vaginal birth after cesarean. Did you have a cesarean? No, I had. Yeah. A, I had a von v, A VB. Is that? A <laughs> von I had a what's the what's the von what's the von twos? Yeah. Oh, a von with a little snip, and a, oh, with an episiotomy. Yeah, little snip. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Sounds like a. Car so you've got to do the perineal massage, Ellie. Not yet. Don't do it to <laughs> your. Not doing it now. Oh, we're doing a podcast. Everyone's aroused now. Listen. <laughs> uh, all right. From just from thirty-seven weeks. Bit of almond oil. Okay. Yeah. Almond oil. Almond yes. oil's a good one. If you haven't got any, can you use Mazola? <laughs> or Trex? <laughs> yeah, you could. Or olive oil. Okay. Any yeah. any base oil like that, and maybe after the bath when you're because you're most soft down there as well and relax. Just put your finger in and just press down gently. I'm doing, I'm showing Ellie right now, like this, just press down and you just want to start loosening up the scar tissue where you would have had your stitches before and you're much, much less likely to tear this time or to be cut. You look like you're crimping the edge of a pie there. That's, <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll gradually notice that you can do it a little bit harder each time and it won't hurt so much. Now, can we talk about siblings? Because I've got one child. Helen, you've got two. Yes. How did you prepare, like, the old baby for the new baby, as it were? Yes. Well, I I did an NCT course on the second time round. And one of the best bits of advice they told me was when when you have the new baby and then the firstborn child is introduced, don't have the baby on you. Mm. So... Um, put it in a drawer or yeah, under yeah, a just, bed yeah just mm-hmm. put a towel on it um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm listening I am listening oh, right. anyway <laughs> sorry. that's another game like where where's the new baby <laughs> where have we hidden the new baby I put a moustache on it um, <laughs> yeah no so so what she was saying is that one of the big things is that they will see your oldest child will see you with 
a baby mm. and that is a barrier between you. You've always yeah. had first access to cuddles. So yeah. um so what happened was I had my second baby at home um and then I called my mum and said it's time for you to bring Matilda home and we put Hugo in a in a Moses basket and they knocked on the door and me and Will went to the door and got Aww. Matilda and took Matilda and showed the baby in the Aww. basket. So That's that was nice. real. I'm feeling a bit emotional about Aww. it, but it was really it's lovely. Nice. And she went, "What is that? <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house!" Um, so and how old was she? She was two years seven months. Okay, that's you- really good advice. I see that a lot. You know, it's yeah. the birth. You know, the the grandparents are bringing the sibling either into hospital or at home if it's a home birth. And, you know, the parents have sort of said, oh, let's remember to do that. And I think what's always really important to remember is that, you know, most children, whatever age, they will be interested at looking at the baby because, you know, they're quite interesting. But Mm. that is generally it. Don't expect them to necessarily want to give them a kiss. They Mm. might be a bit frightened, especially when the new baby cries. They might just be like, oh... They come sometimes can be a bit weird about the belly button with the because yeah. often newborn mm. baby at that point will still have the clamp on yeah like mm. a little fun size Mars bar it hangs on yeah. exactly yeah, like a clothes peg yeah. <laughs> food related Bloody things so don't expect you know I wouldn't even say oh go and give your new brother or sister a kiss I would kind of just be like yeah there's the baby and actually one of the best piece of advice someone gave me was that when the baby's asleep which babies do a lot in the day in the first you know week or two. Say to your firstborn, oh, that baby's really boring while it does a sleep. How about let's go and do that really fun game we used to normally do? So really down. Let's go down the pub. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Bardo's. Exactly. <laughs> Just really context us if it needs us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because then, you know, there's so much expectation. Like, oh, you have to love your new sibling and you're the big brother now. That means fuck all to kids really doesn't it really even if your kid well I suppose if they were like seven or eight they'd be older but just really I would just really downplay the new sibling so I would just you know less is more and keep the routine another of my must keep the routine when people go oh we're having a new baby so we're gonna stop the nursery childminder situation right you're gonna regret no keep the routine if they go to nursery the day you go into labour they go to nursery the day you come out of hospital, the day the baby's born, if they're going to nurse that day, they still go. Hmm. Now, um, what about second time round for birthing partners? Because they, they've they obviously experienced a birth before, so mm. they've got their expectations. Pete had some songs he liked to sing. Will he be doing that again, Ellie? <laughs> oh, there there will be no singing. There'll be no... <laughs> no, uh, I think he's... I don't know. I think he's. I think he's worried because my last birth was so painful. I think he's worried about watching me go through that again. Yeah. Whereas I'm more sort of. I'm not actually that frightened of it. I'm more like it's happening. So I can't do anything yeah. about it. There's no point being. I mean, I'll say this now. In three months' time, <laughs> ring me and ask me. But like, <laughs> I I feel like I, I, there's not a lot of point in being scared about it. Certainly, in, at least at this stage. Yeah. Do you think that's right, Clemmy, or do you think yeah. I should? Act- actually be shitting myself and taking this a bit more seriously no i don't think you should be fearful of birth at all which i know a lot of listeners might out there be thinking what there's a great article that's circulating at the moment that someone wrote for the um huffington post and it's all about why women fear birth and it's not your fault it's their fault as in it's society's fault it's media's fault and i feel really strongly about this 
you know, if you ask women about watching that programme, One Born Every Minute, the opening sequence is a woman sort of like pushing in the corridor of a hospital and the, you know, the voiceover is going, I've got a woman delivering in the corridor. And then it's just like sounds of screaming. Mm. And women remember that. They only mm. remember, you know, women don't remember the beautiful birth on that programme. They go, oh, did you watch the one when all the, the forceps out? And it's terrible. And I think getting your partner, your birthing partner, in the same frame set as you. So if you're feeling really like positive and ready to embrace this birth, go on YouTube and watch some really lovely births with your partner. Because I think for men, if they see a positive birth, then they can go, oh, yeah, that can happen. Mm. It doesn't have to be like blue lights to hospital and, you know, the scary side of it. Your birth, classic, perfect. Yeah, yeah always very nice. And I'd watched, I watched a lot of births... Um, uh, beforehand as well, mm-hmm. some 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 slightly ridiculous uh, Australian one where a woman had six kids surrounded while she played the recorder and her husband played the guitar and they 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 played music through the contractions and the kids were like making clay animals and, <laughs> and the woman was going and the guy was like hey hey the baby's coming. <laughs> Oh my god, wow. so me. All in the bush. Oh, I can feel a contraction. Oh. Get the ocarina, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. So so you know, you've got your extremes, yeah. really. Um but yeah, I think I think you do you I mean you shouldn't have a light heart of you of um, birth or whatever, but th- God th- knows you should take it very, very seriously all the time, like we always do on this podcast. Everything to do with it. Just have Helen at your birth. She'd hit me <laughs> with the triangle. <laughs> I'd strangle her with the golden thread. I'd be going, Ellie, Ellie, I've got this idea for a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ellie, can you drive me home now? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of wine, Ellie. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. <laughs> Yeah, that'll go well. Um, <laughs> I'm like the opposite of a doula. Um, <laughs> I think you'd be a great doula. I, I, yeah. Why do you have to be a hippie to be a doula? You I don't, don't know. know. She is a hippie, so I, that helps. I, I've got a little twist, though, because I, I could be a doula with some jokes. People need to laugh. I think you'd a be comedy a doula. <laughs> Helen Thorne, comedy doula. I think you should be a doula. Um, now, I don't know if you've seen this photograph that's doing the rounds on the internet at the moment, but it's a photograph of the mum with the baby in the birthing pool, and the water is, as it gets, pretty pretty murky and mm. sort of rust colour. Yeah. And also in, in, the, in the birthing pool is... The husband and, the, and like four children ranging from the ages of like three to It's the colour of claret. It's the colour of claret. Is it? Yeah. That, really? Yeah, it's... it's And we try not to judge, don't we, on on this show. We, we try... But, ooh, that's... It's a strong mm. image, isn't it? It's, it's a strong visual. Very close. That, it's that. a very intimate. Yeah. What do you think about that, Chloe? I mean... Judge, 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 judge. Do you know what? I would actually quite like to be at a birth where the sibling is awake i'd like to see what that dynamic is like mm. for me as a, as a woman i don't think i could have labored with my ch- mm. child in the room mm. i think i would have found it hard to let go but even then that's one thing getting into the pool, the pool. with all the liquids but you know, <laughs> i mean just people have different kind of expectations maybe <laughs> Yes, that's I'm what I explain to... to the other people when I give birth in the hot tub at Centre Parks. <laughs> hey, you've just got a different expectation. You thought you were here for a hot tub. <laughs> You're actually at a live birthing it's show. It's really hot now. I mean, I, I wouldn't feel that comfortable with my child and even my husband because also during birth there might be a bit of, there's always going to be amniotic fluid. 
bit of show floating around. Oh, maybe likes... maybe a poo. There's yeah. no business like show business. Hey, <laughs> that's a good one. Thanks very much. You can have that. Oh, Use that at your next birth. Can you? Um, I've. I mean, maybe for that family, she's maybe she's still breastfeeding the other children. You know, we just don't know what. I think of, she looked the type, didn't she? Yeah, in the, in the picture. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they live in a yurt and they all poo in a in the same pot. <laughs> Do you but, poo in different pots in your house? <laughs> this, yes, I thought it was pretty standard. We were, we went from a really small little house, one loo, four bums, to three loos, four bums. Oh, it's wow. the best. So, um, what about after the baby arrives? Now, when mm. we um, we interviewed uh, another midwife, Caroline Flint. Uh, at camp festival and she was saying um after the first 10 days after birth as a mum you should basically just stay in your in bed with the baby with your top off uh you know and just you know eat biscuits basically wouldn't that be great yeah it sounds it sounds nice it sounds a little unrealistic to me yeah i mean i'm very much for the resting period of women i think um you know, you can feel pretty good after a birth. You can, especially a second birth. Ellie, I'm focusing this again on you. You can feel a bit high, can't you? A bit yeah. like, oh my God, I can do anything. I've just given birth. You know, you've got the adrenaline still going. You've got the endorphins, the hormones are going. You're thinking, yeah, I can do it. But you know, you do get knackered. Of course you do. It's like you. everyone could probably stay up all night once, couldn't they? Mm. We were all like, yeah, I could do an all-nighter. But it's the, you know, you're up a lot in the first, especially the first week while you're trying to establish breastfeeding i think i think um for me visiting visitors is a really important key um topic in this sort of aspect of um how long you should stay in bed for i always say to women if you're comfortable with visitors coming to see you great i'd stay in bed actually when you've got visitors 10 days is quite a long time for me i would have gone a bit stir crazy as a mother kind of bit bored in bed but i certainly took myself to bed every day for Mm. that period of time especially when my husband was on maternity paternity leave but i i think visitors kind of disrupt a lot of the postnatal period people just overdo it with saying yeah come over i'm really excited to show you the baby and in this day and age you've got all social media to show your baby off Mm. i would say if people are coming 45 minutes, be in bed in your pyjamas, don't be dressed, because then people expect to kind of go, right, I'll go then, um, get them to bring food. Yeah, That's my main yeah. thing. Bring food, bring food. Or tea, biscuits and milk. No, actually, I would say what actually worked quite well for us was going to the pub just round the corner, yeah. which served uh, decent, cheap food all day. Um, and then you can kind of like... You can make an exit. Yeah, you can sort of be in control a bit because you can, you can, it doesn't matter if you're kind of half an hour late because you're just mm. because your friends are in the pub. They don't care. They're mm-hmm. in a pub. And if you need to go after 45 minutes, again, people understand that you've had a baby and they're having a nice drink in the pub. They don't mind. Mm. And, and I found it nice to be out of the house. And yeah. I do like a pub. And I felt like, <laughs> it, felt norm, it felt like normal. Yeah. Scene. Get your friends to come round and take your kid out. That's what my best... What about, what about a timer? Like, just put a little... Leg t- polite egg timer. Forty-five minute rule is quite good. If you're feeling really knackered and you've got a friend that's desperate to come over, I think it's fine not to offer them a cup of tea. Again, that's why I vote for the pub because people can order whatever drink they yeah, like, and you don't have to pay, pay for it. For it. <laughs> yeah. And and someone else will clean away yeah. the dirty yeah. plates and glasses. In fact, that's what that's what I think I'm mm. going to do. Forget this lying in bed for ten days with your top off. I'm going to go to Wellspring's Forest Hill and sit there for ten days with Amazing. my top off. And uh, whoever <laughs> wants to drop in, that's where I'll be. Yeah. Dawn till dusk. Good friends at Cabaret's know what to do a good friend that's had a kid will say um okay we're coming around at 10 and we're going to come and pick up 
um, Charlie, and we're going to take him to soft play and take him to the park and knacker him out and give him give him lunch, and we'll bring him back in the afternoon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I tell you another little tip I was just as if, if you're bringing flowers, that's lovely. But no. don't just dump the flowers. Go and find a vase, fill it up, do like sort the flowers out. Yeah. I think flowers is a no no. Do you? Is, yeah. Because chocolates, chocolates, chocolates. Chocolate. I don't like chocolate. I'd rather have flowers. The thing with flowers is champagne. Just you, to reiterate about the champagne. You could put them in a vase for someone and then they live and then you've got to change the flower water. And then flowers die, right? As we know. What? <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> so then, after two weeks, your flowers die, your presents kind of dwindle, your husband goes back to work, and then you're just full of like it's like a graveyard of and then dead you get flowers. That nice stinky water that. You and have then to you've got to like chuck the flowers out, and then I just think it's a bit like a like a funeral. I'm always. Oh my God. I, this is my thing with flowers. I think Clemmy likes flowers. I, <laughs> I love flowers. I love them so much. But so what I did was. And the day my husband went back to work, I went out and spent about 30 quid in Sainsbury's on flowers mm. and just filled my house with flowers again. Oh, good work. That's, uh, that's not weird. <laughs> that's, <laughs> makes I, sense. I think flowers, is, I think flowers, they're too hard to look after when you're, you've just had a baby. Yeah. I think you underestimate. I think a frozen homemade food, chuck it in the freezer and take the toddler or the, you know, your child out, take them out. That is all you need to do and that's a champagne good yeah. and champagne and excellent champagne. good good work so for all of Ellie's friends out there <laughs> that's right don't get it fucking wrong yes <laughs> Flowers in a vase, champagne and a lasagna. And we're all yeah. still friends. Also, I don't want to see you or talk to you. Thank you very much. Looking uh, forward to the, the days after the birth already. Yeah. I'll be in the weather spoons. Excellent. Well, Helen, what have we done I with think that? we've cracked that nut. We've cracked that nut. That's her catchphrase, Clemmy. I don't know if you had, if she had oh, that. Oh, nice. You know what? Does that mean when we can move on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's our next section, Helen? Should we move to another one of my favourite <laughs> subjects? Placenta art. Oh, oh, it's placenta oh, for sure. Hey, <laughs> let's talk placenta Helen. Placenta what is placenta Well, Ellie, I'm glad you asked. I've been on the internet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it only can mean one thing. Placenta teddies. Oh, my God. Oh, Filth. why? So, I'm feeling ill already. Do you mean like lingerie or... No, no, no. <laughs> as, as in... There is an artist who it says, and I quote from the internet, if you want to keep your dried placenta forever... Why? Why? Let me finish. I've got a comma. If you want to keep your dried placenta forever, there is something wrong with you. (laughs) 
And Sorry, I, carry on. Okay, so again, if you want to keep your dried placenta forever, why not have it fashioned into a teddy bear that oh. can be kept in a glass jar? Oh, because so, that's <laughs> mental! <laughs> so, so what... Oh. <laughs> All right, hold the sick in. So my glasses have fallen off. That's how upset I am by what's happening. The waters have gone. So, so, um, so, so what people have done Just is they've they've they've, uh, they've stretched out the placenta and oh, dried it, God. and then and then bent it and <laughs> sewed it into a teddy, and then backlit it with a light in a glass <sighs> jar. This is the first time I'd ever seen or heard of anything like this. Right, so oh my God. if you if you've never heard of this, oh God. <laughs> we're going to put the link links yeah. on our website. Oh God, which means I have to look at them. Oh, 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 why oh, would oh, you do that? Yeah. Now the other one um, I, I was so fortunate to see was placenta skin booties. No, made from recycled mixed media LEDs, and the placenta I burst last year. Eventually defrosted and made into a placenta rawhide. <laughs> Say that word again. <laughs> <laughs> She's been sick. Yeah, she is. Mm. Oh my okay, god. Okay, so it's this is Alison Brearley, um, forward slash placenta hyphen art hyphen placenta hyphen skin we'll, hyphen just say, we'll just put the we'll just put the link on the website experimental adventures making beautiful things from placenta that's not beautiful that's not a beautiful thing is it that's not a beautiful that's a weird repulsive unnecessary thing that's a thing from a horror film so if you've got anything that's fallen out of your vagina that you'd like to put in the gallery <laughs> uh, do get in touch at scummymummies.com <laughs> oh my god I don't know what to fucking wet uh, so Are you yeah. Try not to judge, Clemmy. Trying to be cool. She's being very Switzerland about this, but <laughs> Ellie, her little face tells Ellie. a different story. Ah, we ah, should have filmed. Ah, ah, I will support a woman who wants to do whatever she wants for the presenter, because ultimately it is theirs. What if she wants to rub it in your face and smooch no, it. No, that's you know, unhygienic. You know, I um, I went to a birth the other day. It was very sort of five in the morning, and then um, I went and met my friend for a really nice brunch, like you know, kind of breakfast thing. And no black um, pudding. And I, you know, just said very casually, she's had two babies at home and I delivered them. So she's very aware of like my life and my weird kind of twilight hours I wear. And I was like, mid mouthful of a scramble, like, oh God, I mustn't forget the percentage still in the car. And, <laughs> and I just said it and she just went, oh, Clemmy, you know, it's only, there's only you that I can have a brunch with and talk about something else. And you sort of mid mouthful talk about your percentage in the car. You just don't want to forget. No, Look, if no. your placenta belongs to you, so as a midwife, you can just do whatever you want with it. I don't care. You know, I've had women bury their placenta in a garden and... Do people put, do that? Yeah. Did you bury yours? What's, no, no. Really? Just put, I gave it in a bag. What's then, the thinking behind that? Um, it's, well, what's your placenta full of? Loads uh, and loads of nutrients and blood. Yeah, so it's really, yeah. really, really... Vanessa, my team leader, has said she's never seen sweet peas grow like it than her grandson's placenta. You know, it's kind of a natural manure, isn't it? Yeah. I can that sort of see. I can burying, support that. Burying yeah. old with that. meat is all right. <laughs> <laughs> Making it into a toy is not. Making it into a toy. I mean, I still find it slightly uncomfortable when people go, oh, I kept my pregnancy tests. I still think that's just pee on a stick. 
Or people keep the belly button caught. Yeah, they do. Oh, I've, yeah, seen, I've, seen, I've seen that in a, in a photo album, like next to the baby. And they've, you know, in the old oh, school photo no. album, the little slot. Yeah, yeah the little just, slit. Yeah, so, so, the, so the book doesn't quite close properly. And you're like, oh, what's that crunchy Ooh, bit of, yeah. oh, is that a bit of pork scratching? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's the Booties, I mean, it's just not necessary. With some lovely homemade knitted booties. And it's not because it's from the vagina, it's not because it's a birth product even. It's it's like part of your it's a part of your human body. Mm. It's like me going, Oh, I've made a wonderful collage uh, using toenails (laughs) and uh, pubic hair. It's lovely, it's really marvellous. Don't it's not it's no, mm. no, no, no. Anyway, we're, we're, we're just putting it out there for, for those. <laughs> They're putting it out there. That's They're what I'm all putting it out. They put it on the internet. But um, remember, we must always respect whatever women choose that we choose to do. We wouldn't judge how they raise their children. <laughs> so we must always remember to um, no, be open-minded. No, because other mothers never judge each other's yeah, choices. That's right. Never. Ever. Absolutely. No. 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 Well, see yourselves. I'm I'm judging making footwear out of a placenta. That's for a child. That's what I, I'm judging that. <laughs> right here, right now. Oh, now should we should we move to a lighter topic? Please. Let's move to a game, Millie. Let's Oh let's, yeah! I am so looking forward to this game, Helen. I think it's yeah. one of the best games you've ever come up with. Really? Thank you. I thought it would be hilarious if Ellie and I played a game in which we mixed up film titles to include euphemisms for vaginas. Clemmy is yeah. going to try and guess. Okay. Should we do it like so for example, I'm gonna do an example, this is easy. Um so Clemmy, I'm thinking of a Fanny Wood film. Uh, it's about somebody's diary. She lived in England. It was in the papers and then became a film starring Renee Zellweger. <gasps> yeah, I've got it. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Is it Bridget Jones's Fanny? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's not even a proper pun. Anyway, anyway it's a, that's a silly example because I don't want to give away the gold. All right, I don't all right, give away all right. The gold. Okay, all right. I'm on it. Okay. All right, all right. Ellie, you go. go first because I've done a lot of talking. An epic tale set during the American Civil War where the hero gets carried away with what's under the local plantation owner's crinoline. Mmm. Have you got it, <laughs> Helen? You can guess, Helen. Okay, okay. It is it Gone with the Minge? Yeah! <laughs> Oh, that's, that's one point for Helen. One, one point, point for Helen. Helen. Okay, that's good. This film was originally a very famous book, and then it came out starring Tom Hanks. It is. Oh, I don't know. Well, the Domingue Code. <laughs> oh, I forget he was in that. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Often cited as the best film ever made, this movie tells the tale of a publishing tycoon obsessed with something called Rosebud. I know, I know. And it starts Orson Welles. Correct. And it is a citizen. Or. Or Cuntison. No. Mingerson. Clitison Kane. <laughs> Good oh, one, Ellie. That's really One to good. Ellie. Thanks, gang. Oh. Thanks. Uh, this is, I'm quite proud of this one. Um, one evening a week, John Travolta goes down the local disco dressed as a giant minge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It is Saturnite Minja. No, come <laughs> on. Saturday Night Beaver. <laughs> uh, this epic adventure was filmed in New Zealand, starring small cunts. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Minge. <laughs> Very good. The yeah. Fellowship of the Minge. Oh, <laughs> The Return of the Mint. <laughs> it works, it works. It, it does, works. it, it works. does. Yeah, excellent. Okay, how about this one? 
The Fred Astaire presents his favourite moments from MGM musicals, specially selected to appeal to idiots. Twats Entertainment! <laughs> so what was it? That's Entertainment. <laughs> Robert De Niro stars in this thriller remake about a man who terrorises a family with the help of a speculum. <laughs> Cape Smear! <laughs> That's you're really, really good. That's really good. Um, this one stars Arnold Schwarzenegger with his famous catchphrase, I'll be ah. crack. The, the, I don't oh, know. The yeah. Minginator. Oh. oh. <laughs> real Hasn't it got to begin with the same letter? It's got to like, at least onomatopoeically yeah. work. <laughs> you can just put minge in anything. It's not a pun. The Wizard of Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't your next one. Uh, a biopic of a flamboyant British military figure who spent World War One working in the Middle East in service of the Queen's genitalia. <laughs> it is. Lawrence of Herlabia. <laughs> oh, that's the best one. See, that's, that's, that's better than the Cape Smear. Yeah. All right. This, this film, based on the cartoon, stars four... Little creatures that are very good at martial arts. Four little creatures. Is it teen- oh, I've got it, i got it, i got it. Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Um, so this is, this is like a modern one. This is a, quite a, a recent film. I think it came out last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, war rages between humans and sea monsters. The only hope for victory is a special weapon in the shape of a huge twat. <laughs> I think it's a Michael Bay film. Does that oh. help you? Pacific Quim! <laughs> oh, God. You are too good at this! I'm on fire. You I'm bastard! You bastard! I think it's the fetus inside her. Uh, so I'd just like to give a shout out to... Uh, this one is from Tom Bramwell. Uh, an 80s buddy cop action movie starring Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell as a nar- narcotics detective and a vagina. That's Tango and Gash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <gasps> Have you got any more for us, Helen? Um... <clears throat> this is a very popular one at Christmas time. A black and white film that people like and it brings them together and it's a lovely time. Oh, it's a cunterful life. It's a wonderful mint. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one I've got one more. Okay. It's another classic film. We'll have to do a wee soon. But I feel like yeah. Uh, based on the classic Alexander Dumas novel, a member of the Italian aristocracy turns out to be a right arsehole. No. The Cunt of Monte Cristo! <laughs> <laughs> See, I had one, I had other ones, but... Uh, okay. No, go on, go on. Yeah, so I had Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Cunt. <laughs> uh, that was it, and 20,000 ninjas under the sea. <laughs> Um, I don't really know what to say. Uh, I, I feel like you misunderstood the rules of your own game. Farifa Fanny word. Uh, Some were good-ish. Oh, um, well, at the end of <laughs> at the end of that game, I don't even. I think there are no winners. I think uh, Helen Helen wins um, at having the most cancel binge jokes. <laughs> Um, um, Clemmy, all I can say is thank you for, for being a good sport. <laughs> oh, well, Helen, if ever there was a nut that was cracked, 
<laughs> I think you've cracked it. I think so. I think I'm in pieces, Ellie. <laughs> Nut has been destroyed. Okay, so um, we've come to Scummy Mummy Confessions, haven't we, Ellie? Hooray, hooray. We've got a listener confession this week from the lovely Honey Web. Hello, Honey. In the summer, my three-year-old was busting for a poo in a local park that has no toilets. So in desperation, I got her to squat on an old Sainsbury's bag. Quick thinking, honey. Very well done. good. Bear Grylls-style survival skills. Yeah, that's it. Them. Uh, so we could get rid of it in the nearest dog poop bin. Unfortunately, she has taken to this idea with great enthusiasm. <laughs> now, any time we are out in a playground and she gets caught short, she refuses to leave in search of toilets, demanding instead, Get me a bag, mummy! I want to poo in a bag! <laughs> so oh, sweet! I love that! I love that! <laughs> That's her daughter's catchphrase. I want to poo in a bag. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. And one oh. day you will, little yes. girl. One yeah. day you will. Why not? It reminds me, again, I think I can't remember if I've told this story before, but reminds me of a friend of mine who was a grown man who went to a festival and couldn't face the toilets. So just laid out a Sainsbury's carrier bag in his tent and just just <laughs> let it drop. Backed out a bumps again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then opened the, unzip the tent at both ends to like to air it out. <laughs> oh, Backed out a bumps again. That's a great expression. That's great. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is that an Australian thing? Yeah. Yeah. Vile. <laughs> That's but... another you can again, Clemmie, you can have that. Take that to your next yeah. I love that. Yeah. Now you're doing really well. Now what I need you to do is back out that bum cigar. Come on now. Back it out. <laughs> Push the baby like it's a bum cigar. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's been a lot of poo this week in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love. Oh, Helen, have you got <laughs> no, a scummy mummy uh, confession for us? Yes, I do. Um, last Friday night, I took my kids to the local fish and chip shop. Um, and we were waiting to have our fish and chips. And I thought, oh, as a little treat, we'll have some lemonade. And the kids got a bit excited. Aww. And so I poured in some plastic cups. And my son... Instead of putting it in his mouth, stipped it on his trousers. Oh. Uh, so he, like, cried. Um, but thankfully, his underpants didn't get wet. Um, <laughs> so we gave his wet lemonade-soaked trousers to the man behind the chippy, and he said, I'll just put it on the heater. Next <laughs> oh. <laughs> to, like, the fryer. Nice. They came out nice and crispy. Yeah. Uh, and so Hugo sat in the front window of our local chippy in Honor Oak Park in his pants eating his chicken nuggets and chips and he likes eating chicken nuggets and pants in oh, public places oh. well it has been an absolute delight to have you back Clemmie oh, Hooper yay you I'm are... a bit more sober this time I think we all are aren't we now thank you everyone for listening again this has been a fabulous episode I'll just say that that's great <laughs> yes. um, I love my own work <laughs> anyway thank you for listening if you've got this far uh, well done you join us on Facebook we're at Scummy Mummies Podcast and we're on at the Twitter. At the Twitter? At on. It's all academic at this point. Isn't okay, it? so we're on Twitter at Scummy Mummies. Where are you on the Twitter? I'm Clemmie? at Midwifey Hooper um, and gasandairblog.com and also. In- are you Instagrammers? No. At Midwifey Hooper. <laughs> so thank you very much, Clemmy Hooper. You've Ooh. been wonderful. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This one's really shit, but I'm going to do it anyway. Is that Go okay? On. Yeah. Yeah, I've this done so alien far. Film, <laughs> This okay. alien film starred a very young Drew Barrymore. Oh. Oh. EF, the extra fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Clearly. <laughs> She's still going, guys. Extraterrestrial. You could have done... I could have done something more. <laughs> you could have...
have done a joke. That's what I would have would have gone for there. But that's you know. Anyway. <laughs> oh.